Hi, I'm Angie Zoller Barker. And I'm Jeremy Corey Greenis. And we are here to remind you that our submission deadline is approaching quickly. Our next story show is July 26th, and the deadline for submissions is June 14th. Where can people submit those, Angie? Uh, two places on our website at thestoryshow.org or to our Gmail, alstoryshow.org. No, at (laughs) gmail.com. Right, right. Alstoryshow at gmail.com. Yeah, so either one of those would be great. And the theme for this next show is Let Your Light Shine. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, you know, some some people might be wondering, like, how how could I write on a theme? So do you, can you talk a little bit about like where pe- folks might go with that? Absolutely. Um, everywhere, anywhere, <laughs> sky's the limit. Um, <laughs> themes really are to give the show like a thread, but as far as the stories go, it's more about um, how does that affect your life? Like how does it apply to your life? In what ways can you make those connections for us as an audience? Um, and so letting your light shine could be about um, how anything has affected your world or how you've affected the world. It, it truly is a, a large theme. Okay. So it uh, could be time when someone took a chance mm-hmm. and threw themselves out there um, or maybe when they witnessed someone else doing that. Uh, yeah. So it can be a story about you, about someone else, but uh, some way kind of shining and affecting the world in a in a positive way or maybe even a funny way or could even be falling on your face but giving it a shot (laughs) i love funny yeah yeah so yeah so these don't need to be hero stories necessarily no No. Um, but humanize yourself yeah (laughs) all right sounds good so um yeah so just to recap um Mm -hmm. The, sh- the show is July 26th at the Marion Ross Performing Arts Center here in Albert Lee, 7 p.m. Uh, where can you get tickets? At actonbroadway.com. Okay, and uh, our storytellers, once we select them, will also be selling tickets too. So, um, And again, the submission deadline is? June 14th. Awesome. Okay, so we look forward to uh, hearing... Uh, hearing from you and getting those submissions to come in and uh, yeah we'll continue our podcast here releasing episodes semi-weekly right with stories from our january show which was invisibility yep right so enjoy those hope to hear from you soon bye bye Maddie Willie has has been described as a walking encyclopedia when it comes to marvel and has been told that her laugh is crazily unique and apparently contagious. She is a cat-loving musical enthusiast and a devoted Loki lover. She is also very passionate about detectives, superheroes, and villains. In fact, Maddie is currently waiting for her superpowers to arrive and expects them any day. But until Maddie continues, but until then, Maddie continues to hang from the trees in her hammock, pretending that she can fly. Maddie is actually a bit of an introvert, but that doesn't stop her from feeling completely comfortable talking about herself in front of a room of strangers. In fact, this is her seventh time doing so. Fight for My Thoughts by Maddie Willie. Invisibility. Some seek it, yet others try to avoid it as much as possible. Then there are those people where invisibility just kind of finds them. 
I believe that everyone experiences every type of invisibility in their lifetime. I never go seeking to be invisible, but there are times where I try to make myself look as non-existent as possible. This often happens when my introverted side is showing. It could be delivering things in a classroom for yearbook in high school. I tried to pretend I was invisible because I didn't really want people to notice me. But when you walk in and disrupt a class, you're noticed. I didn't really go looking for invisibility, but I feel like invisibility found me. This often was the case with my friends. Throughout my beginning years in high school, my three closest friends were all in sports together. Being in a sport means a lot of time spent with teammates, so these three friends were seeing a lot of each other outside of the school day. They gained new inside jokes and had stories and experiences that they all knew and understood. Often, when they would talk about things I didn't know, I'd ask them to explain it. That only went on for so long. It had seemed like most of what they were talking about were things I didn't know, and I got tired of asking. So I just went along with it and didn't ask for explanations because I was getting sick of it, and I feel like they were sick of explaining. I felt like the other friend, the friend that was like a friend, but not a friend, the outside friend, just on the other side of the group. And I didn't really like it. One of the girls was my best friend since kindergarten, and when we were one-on-one -on -one with each other, it was fine. But when you added the other two to make a full group, it got complicated. There were also a few instances where the three did things outside of sports or school without me. I realized this is an average occurrence with friend groups, but at the time it hurt because the four of us had always done everything together and never split up. There was one instant in particular that had hurt me, and this was when the three of them went to one of their grandparents' houses for the weekend. This wasn't just a simple drive across town. No, this was multiple hours of driving that they went to Wisconsin for the weekend, and there wasn't a single word about it talked to me. I only saw and heard about it when I saw a post about it on Facebook, and that hurt. It had only made me feel more outcasted, more pushed away, more invisible. In a letter that I had written to one friend, the friend since kindergarten, I had stated my feelings. Here are just a couple segments from it. I don't know if this is just me, but I just feel very secluded from the group. Like you and the twins always seem so close and stuff, and I feel like over the summer I've just faded away, like we grew apart. I feel like I'm kind of just there. Sometimes I feel like I have no idea what is going on, and it's not just now that I've felt this type of exclusion. And finally, I feel like I could just disappear from the group over time, and it would be fine to you guys. I emailed this letter to my friend, and she responded to me the next day, telling me how she was sorry that I felt like that, and she never wanted me to feel like that. She also reassured me that it wasn't my fault for everything, but was the three of theirs as well. She also thanked me for telling her these things, because she never wants to lose me. In the, end the, in the end of the letter, she told me, I trust you the most, and I think you care the most. Thank you so much for being my friend and putting up with me. I'm seriously so thankful for you, and I need you to know that you are, and always will, be my best friend. Hearing this felt relieving. It allowed my brain to stop overthinking the situation and to think more clearly. 
that it was okay for them to have their own time together because I know we will still have time together as either all four of us or with my best friend and myself without the other two. Invisibility doesn't have to just define your physical presence, such as actually physically being excluded from new memories and hangouts, but it could also be a term used for your thoughts. One can feel invisible because no one pays attention to what you say or suggest in a group message. This often happened to me in certain group chats with topics. I would be the one person arguing or talking about one side, and it seemed like no one wanted to go with what I was thinking that my thoughts and feelings were being trampled on and ignored, often by my closest friends. I will admit I am often stuck in my ways and I don't like to change my plans, and that had happened with some of these cases, but it still didn't make me feel any better. It had gotten to the point where at times when I knew my opinion wouldn't be heard, I didn't even bother contributing to the conversation. I let the feeling of invisibility consume me to the point of not wanting to contribute. One of my downfalls that leads me to being invisible is when I don't say anything. I don't speak up because I don't want to ruin the fun that others are having while enjoying themselves. Even when my friends have told me outright to tell them if I felt they were focusing their attention too much elsewhere, I still won't ruin their fun. I tend to try to please others before myself. I think this is also part of the fact that has led me to be more introverted than I once was. As I went through high school, I stopped speaking up and showing my presence in a room. It was and still is hard for me to go up and just talk to someone in a room full of people if I don't know them that well. I first realized this struggle when I started working this weekend retreat called Tech, or Teens Encounter Christ. It is a weekend retreat for teenagers, by teenagers, with only adults there as a backup. And for insurance purposes, because most churches won't rent out their church to just teenagers for a weekend. <laughs> Tech has various teams that you work on that all have different tasks to make the weekend run smoothly. The first few techs I worked, I had some of my close friends there as well. I usually stuck with them because I was close to them, and many people were also still strangers. I was no longer like my second grade self who could go up to anyone at a playground while camping and make a friend. But as I grew older and worked texts without them, I talked more and became more and more open, especially at the weekends, but also back at school. During those weekends, I didn't feel like I needed to silence my thoughts, and that spread through to my life outside of tech. When I was becoming more open at tech, I was also feeling way less isolated from my friends. So, by talking to my friends and trying to fix the problem, it also just helped me express my extrovert side, where I'd previously shown the introvert. From my time in tech and my experience of invisibility with my friends, I have stopped trying to make myself invisible. I am tired of sticking myself in the land of the invisible, and I am trying to be noticed and speak up more. While this is still a struggle for me off at college, I am trying to be more outspoken and friendly to strangers to make friends. And it is my current friends and family that are also encouraging me to do the same. They help me open up myself and fight for my thoughts and help me know when I am overthinking and overreacting. Story Show is produced by Riley Worth. 
Angie Zoller Barker, and me, Jeremy Corey Greenis. Check out our new webpage at thestoryshow.org, and please listen to our podcast. You can find us in Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Just search for The Story Show in quotes, and you should find us. Thanks. <laughs>